0: Yeah, we're recording right now. Love it. (laughs) Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, B-Fam Podcast. Thank you for (laughs) joining me from wherever you are, and thank you for giving me your time. Today, I have with me, introduce yourself. Hey, I'm Wayne
1: Fetterman. I'm Austin's professor at the University of Southern California. Yeah. And he's taking a class that I teach, a GE class, (laughs) called the History of Stand-Up Comedy. Yeah. So we started in the eighteen fifties. We've been doing that, and then we're gonna slowly make our way till today.
0: So it's pretty fun. Yeah, from Mark Twain to Dave Chappelle. Yeah, yeah. But um, to start off, can you just give us a little bit of your background? What got you into comedy? Uh, why is it important to you? Just suffer on that area. Well,
1: I'm a stand up comedian as well as a professor, and also an actor and a writer. Yeah. I'm on. Double strike. So I can't promote anything right now as a Screen Actors Guild member. Yeah. They don't allow us to promote anything. Um, even though I was just on a television show, I'm not going to talk about it. I'm on strike. Uh, no, when I was, but I, I, how old are you, Austin? 18. Yeah. See, before I was even, by the time I was 18, I already knew that I wanted to try to become a comedian. Yeah. I was already like, everything was focused on that Mm -hmm. so i had a two-track mind i wanted to be a stand-up comedian austin who could also act right like that was it i wasn't interested in writing or anything other than my act Yes, so that that's kind of what i did and even in high school i I was performing in high school i did ventriloquism in high school and then started doing stand-up in in college when i was in college so, but I always wanted to be on stage. Like, it was always, like, it was funny in class. Yeah. You know the way you're in class. You, get and a, you can get laughs and you stuff. You got to crank the joke. Yeah, 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 it. yeah. That was always me. But I, <laughs> let me tell you, I was not disruptive. Like, teach, I always felt like there was kids who could make other kids laugh and yeah. were disruptive. Uh-huh. And then there were kids a little higher level, in my opinion, <laughs> I might be wrong, they could make the teacher laugh. Yeah. If you make the teacher laugh, no, you're like, oh, because they are the authority. Right. So that was my goal starting in, uh, in high school when I found out about comedy. And then I just became a crazy comedy nerd. It's weird because just today, we, you saw a little of Edgar Bergen and Charlie McCarthy, the ventriloquists yeah. from yeah, the radio yeah, show. Yeah. And when I started doing ventriloquism, that's the guy I learned from. He had an instructional record. That I listened to. It wasn't video. It was just, not video. So no. how do you learn from a ventriloquist? Record. Because you just listen to just how... Just listen to how you do it? Yeah, yeah. He'll teach you how to, you know, you sort of substitute, uh, you know, certain letters for ones that yeah. move your lips. So... um so that was it. Was, that's how I started. It's weird that we were just... <laughs> you just saw it. Have you
0: ever heard of Edgar Bergen before then? No, I haven't. I've yeah. seen ventriloquists on, like, America's Got yeah. Talent. But, like, yeah. that's about it. He was huge. Yeah. He was huge on radio.
1: And it's so funny. And, it's been, and his dummy was very... We're not going to really go over it in class because he's not a stand-up, and I'm trying to focus just on that. Yeah. Uh, but he's... uh his dummy was incredible. Charlie McCarthy he was really... He could say things that other people couldn't say because yeah. he was like... <laughs> he had that latitude. It yeah. was really weird. Yeah. But, uh... Um, so that's how it started. Is that clear? Oh, I'm
0: from Florida. I'm from Florida. Okay. Yeah, I grew up... Where are you from? I'm from Detroit, Michigan. Oh! So, yeah, we both Detroit. were really a long way from yeah. home. Yeah, from, yeah. But, um... Yeah, comedy has been a big part of my life as well. Yeah. And... uh one of my favorite stand-ups would probably be, uh, you know Rashid Thurman? No, tell me oh about it. Oh, my him. God. Right. Well, it's, I only know one act by him, but it was one of the best ones I ever heard. I wonder if I can play it without getting copyright. You might get a okay. copyright problem, but I'll look him up afterwards. Just right, tell so, me about him. Uh, how, first of all, how did you discover him? Like, was it on TikTok was it on? No, it was when I was growing up. My dad and my granddad are like the funniest people I know, uh-huh. so they would always be going back and forth. And as a kid, I'm growing up, I'm hearing the stuff, I'm knowing it's funny in some way, but right. Not when I got older, I could start to understand the jokes and what was being said and what is going yeah, on, and yeah, it was yeah. still pretty funny. So my dad would play this clip by Rasheed Thurman, and it was a uh, Rasheed Thurman. Yeah, it was a uh, it was a clip, and it was um the the skit was like. You can't, like, rob an old Spanish dude. It was oh, like, really? Okay. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like, okay. You can't okay. rob a old Spanish And it was stand-up? Dude. Yeah, it was stand-up. He, oh, I can't get, wait to he, see it. Okay. Guys, <laughs> we're, we're going to go on this adventure
1: together. I love <laughs> yeah, it. And
0: then Richard Pryor got a good one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The Mafia Joke is one of my Yes, yes, yes. I yes. got to get
1: more into it. Yeah, but, um, we'll play that. We'll probably play that in the class. Yeah. When we get to, because it's very interesting. To me, I mean, Richard Pryor was the guy. Yeah. Like, when I was, he was the guy. Yeah. For the, and every time there's a list of the greatest comedians, he's always on the top of it, for a number of reasons. But the but that mafia joke is really <laughs> interesting because we're going to learn about how the mafia ran these nightclubs all across the United States. Not wow. just in he's from Peoria, Illinois. Okay. So it's not just Chicago and New York. It's like all these little clubs the mafia ran. Yeah. So that he ran into those guys who started laughing when he you know he tried to shake him down for money was yeah. so great. Um yeah, that's a big that's a big section. We're we're not even there yet. We're yeah. just we're just getting out of vaudeville
0: right now yeah. in the radio. And the more I sit in the class the more it makes more and more sense, but when I first got in there I was so lost. Really? And yeah, I was kind of lost. Tell me, was, I'm very curious. It was interesting at the same time because you know, when you see comedy today you just right. see people standing up telling funny jokes, but when you right. really go back you see it was almost kind of rooted in racism at first yeah, in yeah. some sort of way, but it grew from that. And as time went on, people— I would, would say it was more rooted—I wouldn't use—I yeah. use the word rooted in
1: ethnic stereotypes. Yeah. That's that's the way I would say it. But a lot of people think that. So it's—that's uh, not—that's totally right. Yeah. As a matter of fact, remember we were talking about Bob Hope today. Yeah. Uh, I have an incredible clip of him talking about that.
0: That's sweet.
1: Yeah. But, yeah. We're going to see it on Monday. It's right, like, like him talking about, like, how comedy changed, mm-hmm. and that was a big change, that it was all, you were doing an Irish, a black guy, the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But
0: yeah. And then one thing, I feel like I'm a funny person. I don't like to call myself a funny right. person, because when you do that, it kind of takes... Right a road then, yeah. it, yeah. T- it takes away from it. But I always wanted to learn how to, like, structure jokes, like the comedians do on stage, because... I, I wouldn't. I don't think I would know how well, to. Where even start? Why don't you take the history? This there's a
1: stand up class that they teach at around School. it's has got introduction to stand up. Okay. I don't teach it. Yeah. But this woman teaches it mm-hmm. named Judith Shelton, and she's great. Yeah. And that might be a great way for you to, if you have the time. I mean, you're busy on in business doing yeah. whatever you're doing in business here. So, but that might be if you have time to do that. And then uh, I teach a course if for the kids. That pass that course, then they can study with me. Called becoming a pro, like how to get open mics, that kind of stuff. But she's she'll she'll really yeah. She's it might be if you want to, you know. Here's my if I can't give you the tiniest little advice. Mm -hmm. Stand up comedy is like swimming. Like you, whatever I teach you, or Judah teaches you, or anyone that's like it's good. But it's not as good as getting up on stage and you're doing, just it. doing it. You got to do it. I hate to say it, man. Yeah. You have to watch other comedians, watch how they do it, and yeah. they do it like that's that's better than anything I can teach you. Yeah. Anything any other comic can teach you. So, it's risky. You know, yeah. you get up there like, oh, am I funny? Is thing? Am I wasting everyone's yeah. time? But you're a
0: charming guy, you know. Yeah. Okay. Um. Another question I have oh, is uh, okay, <laughs> how do you feel about the uh? You know how some comics are, like, scared to go to therapy because they think if they go to Mm -hmm. therapy, it'll make them unfunny. I feel the same way. I feel like I'd just lose my sense of humor if I were to. That's a great debate. That's a great debate with comedians. Yeah.
1: Because some are on the other side. They're like, hey, the more healthy I was, the easier it was to write jokes. And other people are like, well, the weird neurotic part of this is kind Of the juice that makes me funny, yeah. There is no answer to that. I would just say, unless you, you just follow your own heart, I, I am one who won't take antidepressant medications yeah. for that, partially for that reason. Also, I'm like, I just like to be alive as right. I am. Yeah, yeah that's, that's right. me, that's yeah. me, but I don't want to judge anybody anyone. who doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. But I, here's, I know famous comedians that used to get so nervous on stage. Mm-hmm before they would go on, that they would take something called a beta blocker. Do you know what that is? never heard of it. Slows down your heart rate. Slows down your heart rate. So so they don't get too... Because when you get nervous, your heart rate goes. Oh, up. it starts to spike. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So I was like, yeah, I'd like to take that too, but I'm not going to affect my heart. Yeah, you don't want to risk I don't falling, falling out on stage. <laughs> I'm not going to do any of that. So. Yeah. But... Yeah, that's a great question. Yeah. I don't, I don't really have the answer for that. Yeah, that's about it. On but I do know that question. some comedians are very self-destructive and could use some help. Mm. You know, and I've yeah. seen a lot of them with, with to drugs and alcohol. Obviously, there's a bunch of them that just burn out. Yeah, know? yeah.
0: So how does how does a comedian deal with slowly becoming unfunny? You ever? <laughs> okay, view you that? don't have to look at me. <laughs> it's the worst question I ever
1: got. Uh, no, it's like it's, you know, comedy is one of the hardest jobs yeah. man, because, like, you're judged for every joke. Whatever your last joke is, that's it. And then are like, what else do you got? <laughs> yeah. So it's really, there's a lot of pressure on it. But you just have to, it's a grind. Yeah. I hate to say it, it's a grind. Yeah. So we are, just so you know what's going on, we're in a break, what's called a breakout room. Yeah, in the Marshall Building. In the Marshall Building at USC. People are walking by, and we can see people, so it's a little distracting. Yeah. I feel like I'm in a fish tank.
0: <laughs> what does breakout mean? I guess it's like a little study room, so people Why can, wouldn't they call it study room? I don't know. I mean, you go from the classroom into the... Oh, wait a room. minute. Isn't... Is it on Zoom when you go to smaller rooms? Don't they call that breakout rooms? Yeah, they call those
1: breakout rooms. Okay, so, so maybe, it's, it's, the same maybe it's a physical manifestation <laughs> yeah. of the Zoom rooms. Yeah. Okay, that does make sense. Yeah. That does, but, uh, yeah, oh, there's video. These yeah. are pretty, this is an incredibly high-tech building. What is the name of this building? No. What happened?
0: Somebody was trying to call me. Oh, I declined okay. to decline the call. Okay.
1: okay. But we we back on, we back on. We're back on? Are you yeah, sure? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Okay. All right. All uh, right a <laughs> very high-tech recording equipment here it's also a phone and a, f- <laughs> and a flashlight i assume right yeah <laughs> okay uh yeah this is this is quite a high. what's the what, what's that's not me that's, that's not me. me he keeps calling all right let's take a break let's take a break
0: now nah, we're gonna keep going i'm gonna text him that's the best thing about technology. you can't turn it off the phone part yeah, I don't know how to mute him. Oh my! Who is it? Who is it? <laughs> it's this is guy from my math class. <laughs> Wait, are you a freshman? Yeah, I am a yeah. freshman. I'm oh my god! Here. So yeah, I'm just. How's it going? Well, alright. No, I'm, yeah. I'm open to questions. I don't yeah. Hear. So you're a freshman. Yeah. So your first
1: day of school, you were in my class, right? Yeah. That's amazing. This, I've never talked freshmen like that before. So really? That was the first for me. Yeah. Wow. I'm sorry if it was too confusing at the
0: beginning. <laughs> no, it's fine. That's just anything with well, anything you learn new. I've never been exposed to this type of history. Yeah. Everything that I'm learning here is almost basically brand new. So right, it's, right. Like right. starting over. Right. Because, you know, in high school, it's such well, in some schools, it's such a closed-off curriculum. Uh-huh. You only learn in the academia. You never right. get to step out of the How did you even get class. here? Did you ch- apply to a number of schools, or did you just always want to go here? No, but when I was growing up. I always wanted to move to California. Yes. Okay. I never knew how I was going to get here, but I guess college was the way here. But even throughout high school, I never knew where I was going to college. I was, I didn't want to think about it. That's too much pressure to... Really? Coming in freshman year, thinking about where I'm going to college, am I going to make it the next week first? Okay, so, okay, okay. Yeah, I, know, I, take, I know Detroit stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I know stuff there. Yeah. So I got a... I, I was taking it one week at a time, uh-huh. a semester at a time. And by the time I got the... Uh, the 11th grade, something just came to me that I wanted to go to USC, so. And no idea? No what idea. Do you something came to It was like an epiphany. You ever just get an idea to just yeah. do something, and it just, it popped out of me to at least try to get here, so I play football. I play a number of sports, but I play football, so my first ticket out here was to go to the elite football camp here, so. I went to that. Performed well. They invited. Wait a me. minute. Wait
1: a minute. Slow down, because I'm learning. I'm learning. Yeah. Like this, is like you. I, yeah. I, I. I'm super curious. Yeah. So what does that mean in the league? Is that during the summer? Kids, yeah. Kids for high school kids.
0: Yeah. So go. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, for during, how long is that? It was a. Uh, it was two different camp days. So it was a one day camp. You just come out, yeah. showcase your skills, do a number of drills, do one on ones, and then. I did so good the first day. The coach pulled me aside and was asking, "Where was I from?" I'm like, I'm "From Detroit." So I, my time is limited out here. He asked me if I would come back the next day. So I came back the next day, performed good again. But while I was on wait, camp, are you a wide out? Yeah, I'm a wide receiver. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can tell you're not an interior <laughs> lineman. Yeah. So how fast can you run? Pretty fast. It's the same thing with talking about being funny. I don't really talk. I like to talk about myself. Playing sports, but I feel like I'm above average. You're above average. Did you like run track way, and field? I run? ran track and field for two years. I started my junior oh, year. So you were a jock. Yeah, when I got I cut off, the, it. I got cut off the basketball team, so I had to find some way to get back. And, uh, can you touch the rim? I can dunk. Oh my god! How tall are you? Five seven. No, yeah. you can dunk at five seven. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I'm still. Like, yeah, I just did it yesterday. How
1: old were you when you first? Attempted? Uh, no, when you first dunked. Eleventh grade. Okay, all right, so not that long ago. Yeah, no, was okay. Okay. Were you surprised
0: you were able to do it? Yeah, cause I never really attempted. attempted. You can't palm the ball, right? I can palm some balls. Oh, I, I was at, weird ones. Yeah. Okay. I mean. Okay. Okay. In contact. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. But yeah, I could palm. Hold on. Hold we pausing. Hey. Really yeah. Cool. Um, Okay, I'm really into this. I'm really into. this. Oh yeah, within context, I can pull. Them, I can basketballs. So I got really strong hands. I like to. I like to work out, but I just don't like to look stocky and buff because I'm short. So it's like, I'd be a stereotype at that point. But um, so junior year, I began to play football again. I played when I was younger, but I ended up quitting because the, the coach was so terrible. Man. Yeah. We just I've been switched. there.
1: I, I played. I couldn't make. Obviously, I'm not on the level you did, but I've been playing sports my whole life. i played yeah. full-court basketball to this day. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but, uh, yeah, coaches can be insane. Yeah, and
0: it was. Like, really abusive dudes. just struck my confidence. It just <laughs> took it away from me. I, one uh, year, I was good. The next year, I felt like I was shit. Yeah, so, it yeah, was yeah. like. I stopped playing football. I moved on to the basketball track just because I knew I could switch, so I started playing basketball again. Right, right. Um, I get to high school. Basketball was actually my gateway into the high school that I went to. I probably would have never even Private touched. high school? Yeah, I ended up going to a private high school. Yeah, that's so how was, they do it. <laughs> yeah. The Catholic? Yeah, it was Yes. All oh, boys. What's it called? UAD Jesuit. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's Jesuits, Those are good schools, yeah, man. Was, that's a good academics. school. one of the best decisions I ever made. I, I don't think I would be here right now. No, probably not. Talking to you, you know Walking what I'm away so, so <laughs> i Talking to Wayne Betterment. love it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but, my um, God. To keep the... Uh, to keep so the you had, had to play you.
1: basketball at, for the school and track. Yes. Yeah, and so what were your events in track?
0: In track, I did long jump. But I didn't start track until my 11th grade year after I got cut from the basketball team. So I started playing football my junior year after I, before I got cut off the basketball team. Because, right. you know, the basketball season is right after football season. Right. So I started playing football again, got cut from the um basketball team, and went straight back into football training. Because I'm like, if I'm going to do anything, it'll probably be football. Because in height, football really doesn't matter. As long as if you can ball, you can ball. You know this, who I just did a show for the other day? Who?
1: I don't know. You might be too young. Julian Edelman.
0: Julian Edelman.
1: Yeah, just met him. Did uh, last week, the week and a half ago. That's crazy. Yeah, really. Yeah, he's. I think he's retired. And he's. Yeah. Done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had an amazing Super Bowl like that. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah,
0: was, yeah. I grew up watching Julian. Yeah,
1: well, he's an example of not a tall guy, super tall think. guy, but... but he played slot receiver. Right? Yeah, that's. I played slot too. You do. Yeah, but I know how to do the wideout stuff as well. You do. I could play both. Because the wide those guys you tend to be tall. Yeah.
0: They Super tend
1: to be. But
0: that's it. not true. They, oh, okay, I can't think of that. They probably, yeah, well. No, no, no. Sure. The guy, um, he just, yeah, yeah. I guess, he, yeah. So, you know what 7-on-7 is for football? Yeah, sure. He starting a, all right, so my uncle runs a 7-on-17. Uh uh-huh. Sound mind, sound body is, it's pretty big throughout the country and then, uh-huh. then uh, Detroit as well, but went back, started playing with them. Got really good over the off-season. Um, what track is your thing? On. Are you good running routes? Good, um, good hands? I looked, all of it. I'll, I'll show you my clips after we get done. You can tell me what you Love think. Love it. Yeah, but... Uh, I had no idea. <laughs> That's super impressive to me.
1: Because yeah. that was just like at class finals and plays and doing ventriloquism. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, all my friends were jocks. Yeah. All, like, I really... I was very athletic until middle school when I grew.
0: Oh, you couldn't handle... Them. Yeah. Yeah, some people just grow too fast. Yeah, I know.
1: and this is the weird thing is like this is long, yeah. my torso, but yeah. my legs are short, so I'm not fat. Like everything is bad. Yeah, everything is bad. <laughs> you want long legs, short like, the whole thing. Yeah, like a mess. Yeah. but I love playing sports. Yeah, love it. so fun and really. yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So track season came around and I was, growing up I was always scared to do track because my dad was like a super big track star oh he was yeah for like whenever he was running and stuff so I'm like oh, so it's in the family yeah well with him there's not too many other athletes Correct. it's Correct. him but uh so 11th grade year I was like let me just go out and try it. and I end up getting super good at it we won a state championship for the first time in about 20 20 something years That what almost 30 years Right. And just long jump? I did long jump. That was my contribution to the team, but I was on the fastest team in the state though. Did you ever do relay? No, I didn't do. They didn't need me. Else. So I just got to you get this You know how track points work, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I just yeah. used to pick up those points that would put yeah, us over there. Yeah, yeah the that you needed, yeah. The it's a team jump. thing, yeah. yeah so I'll pick up the points in the long jump Do you get a trophy? Yeah, I got medals. We got a trophy. I got a Few pictures in my phone, but yeah, we went won the state chip for the first time in thirty years, and then uh... like a legend. Yeah, and then show. we almost back to back. We almost repeated. What 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 happened?
1: What happened? How heartbreaking uh, is this. this? Is sports sports is it's the worst, the most devastating of all. So this if is... you can deal with it, it's great. But <laughs> yeah. if you can.
0: It's, you might be in the gutter forever. It's a heartbreaker. Yeah. It it's, literally breaks your heart it, and your spirit. Yeah. It replays in your yeah, brain all the time. And then you go back and say, I could have did this different because you start to see all the... Yeah, it's the worst. So my junior year when we were winning a lot yeah. at the regional, my friend... Actually, it's crazy. You watch Michigan State. I don't know if you keep yeah, up with college artists. football. Yeah, artists. yeah, yeah. Did you see the catch recently made by the guy on Michigan State, the no. one-hand catch? No, no. I'll show it to you. But he was at the regionals or whatever. Uh-huh. So he scratched every jump after his first jump. He had a good first jump. Oh, okay. But he scratched every jump after until his last jump. So I got first place. He ended up beating my teammate by, like, 0.5 oh, inches. No. Like, like okay. a centimeter. It was crazy. Yeah. So the following year, I get out. And I jump. I want to say 21 feet, 21-something. 21 right. And I was two inches under qualifying for states, period. You get 21-2, you can qualify. Mm-hmm. Other than that, you got to either be first or second place. I'm in first the whole, the whole thing. We get to the last jump, some random guy comes and jumps an inch further than me, and it was... So that, Look, cry, understand, understand. so that took me out of states. You need to cry. So that took me out of States. Process the it. Process it, man. Don't push it down. It took so It'll long. pop up <laughs> yeah. otherwise. <laughs> yeah, because it'll haunt you at night. Yeah, of course. You'll be laying down and you'll be like, I could've jumped too much. No, back. I know, I know. Yes, of course, of course. Yes. Yeah, so my friend Nick Johnson, he runs track at uh, Detroit Mercy. He was mm-hmm. dealing with he was Detroit I watched eight to ten Detroit Mercy basketball games what? last year
1: well you know why because yeah. Antoine yeah. Davis was going to break the all time record yeah. here's something you don't know about I'm listening me. I wrote the official biography of Pete Maravich the guy he was going to break the record of what yeah I'm friends with their family. I know Pete Maravich. Yeah, I wrote
0: the book of Maravich. You can look it up. I used to watch him to get my basketball moves. He right? was <laughs> crazy. It's yeah, insane. he was. That was one of the most insane. Yeah, you crazy. know who that is? Yeah, Pistol I know Pete. Pete. Yeah, Pistol Pete. Yeah. Crazy passes. Crazy. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So, well, when
1: I was a kid, he was still playing. I watched him not live, but on yeah. TV and stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I you know he was like just. Another basketball player, <laughs> like a fancy basketball player. Yeah, so Nick was dealing with the injuries all season. And then when we got there, our top runner, Jaden Reed, he runs yeah. at Illinois State right now. Really? He got injured at the States. And uh, I think we needed we needed him to run, run one more race. And he got hurt in the race before, which we didn't get the points for. Hammy, sure. what happened? I think he pulled his hamstring. I just said Hammy. Yeah. So I predicted it. Yeah, It's usually going that's, that's the usual one. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so I was at home. Like, watching it's not that good again. <laughs> it was not that good again. <laughs> <laughs> he tore his leg from herself Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That was, okay. I, I, I apologize. It's yeah, fine. It's funny. It's funny. <laughs> yeah, it's usually yeah. it. But, yeah, so yeah. we lost the points momentum. Oh, I'm sorry. Was... What? <sighs>
1: If you love the sport, yeah, again, I can't give you. I mean, that's
0: (laughs) there's sports psychologists now that deal with all of that. I think those are like the most important Mm -hmm. because yeah, outside of comedians Mm -hmm. having poor uh, mental (laughs) (laughs) health, I think sports they're very similar because you have to perform under very intense.
1: (laughs) circumstance
0: at the right time yeah within yep. the right circumstances yes. Any the day before can right. the day after yeah and yeah. with them both you don't get a second chance yeah. i mean yeah. once you it'd yeah. be hard it's harder to redeem and everyone knows thing. yeah and it's, it's <laughs> broadcasted <laughs> anyway. yeah. it, and then it's funnier when you fail because it's broadcast so they can just keep replaying yeah. and the fact that it's recorded and you can go look at it's even worse you can't it's like something right. you just can't run from right yeah by the way, there's a lot of activity in this yeah, hall.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Marsha, what is the name of this building again? Uh, Fertita Hall. Say it Fertitta? again?
0: Fertita Hall. Fertita? Yeah. All right. I don't and know. This Ooh, hall Fertitta. is incredible. Guys, is I've never nice. been in it, but it is, it's. It's fun. like dimly lit, professional. It's, oh, yeah. Days. No, this looks. This intense. <laughs> I need to get a camera to start recording so it yeah. can be. But.
1: Yeah, of course. Well, that's very impressive. Yeah. That's for us, and that's really. That's cool. That's, I just went to the club. Well, the I, can I ask this? This is a sidebar thing. I'm an open book. No, no, it's not about you. Oh, okay. Would you ever, after class, we walk over and play a game of horse or something? Sure. Right. You know the Lions Center? i was thinking more in the outside, because I, uh, I don't have, like, a pass. Oh, the line. pass. The, okay. Um, uh, on the tennis courts, they have
0: basketball courts. All right, I'll go yeah. over there. If this you is, want to, I don't know. That's fine with me. Oh, actually, are you in the golf? No. You don't golf? Do you know any golfers? Yeah, that's not
1: my thing. It's not. I mean, I have friends that might that golf, but I don't. As long as I can play real sports, I'm not going <laughs> to play golf. I'm not going to play a thing where I'm driving around. You know, like, that's not going to be a And a little go-kart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, and I'm not saying those guys aren't amazing athletes. Yeah. They are, but as long as I need to
0: play. You I need, need to play tennis or that basketball. The level is yes. right there in front of you. You always have to be engaged. Yes, yeah. yeah. And also, I like the sweat. I like the sweat. Yeah, I like the
1: that I can still do it is a miracle. Because, mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah, I couldn't make. My, I couldn't even make my the JV high school basketball, let alone the varsity.
0: It's really bad. Really, really? Bad. I mean, I could tell you about making the varsity.
1: you <laughs> are? <laughs> yeah. We had a
0: really good team. We had a really good. The way they cut me was so funny. Brutal. Yeah, they, no, it's like they bring you into a room like this, oh, but it's man. really like it's really like a back room behind like the bleachers or whatever. Yeah. And he goes, "I make it. To, I made it to the second day of trial, so I was actually surprised. I, yeah. I didn't think I was gonna make it." Oh, but so you had realistic? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah okay. So yeah. he goes, he goes. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> what they bring you into the room and there's like five of them and they like oh. jump you with the bad news. They go, "You, you know we don't want to do this and." we're going to have to let you go <laughs> so I told him I was going to go play bat I was going to go play football and then I want to stay chipping track so I contributed no I same. know you do. look you bounce back <laughs> yeah. you Bounced back but th- it is, it's so funny now that you're saying
1: it because in theater and there's auditioning and they're like we're going to go another way we see what you are mm-hmm. we don't want you yeah. you know what I mean so it's, it's there are similarities
0: today. so, so what's it like and, like, the the film world, you know, I feel like it's, like, a whole different side of life. Well, we it's, understand. you know, I
1: studied acting in college. That's yeah. what I did at NYU. Yeah. And then I tried to get as good as I could, whatever my limitations are. Yeah. And then I just, it took a while, but you have to kind of learn how to audition. It's, like, kind of the big thing. Yeah. And then once you, like, I got that down, I started booking... And then I've been, been booking pretty consistently since, since I was, like, I don't know, 26 or something. Like, But there's 20 to 26
0: was, like, nothing. Yeah, because from the outside looking in, I feel like it's, it's really easy to cast uh, imposter syndrome in the acting world. So how do you, like, find yourself as an actor? Because, you know, some people act, but it wouldn't... It won't be genuine. It'll just be acting. Yeah, like I don't know. That's a good question.
1: I, just, I, I, all I know is whenever I'm acting, my number one goal mm-hmm. is to, like this, be present. Mm-hmm. Like, be in it. Yeah. Just whatever's happening. Someone's yelling at the thing. She's crying at the thing. Or It's usually comedy, so there's mm-hmm. usually none of it. <laughs> yeah. So, like, know my lines. Be in it. So I'm not thinking about... Am I doing good? Am right. I doing bad? Yeah. What are the thing? Should I do it this way? Like, I can't be thinking about any of that stuff. I think it's similar in sports. Like, yeah, when yeah. you get in a zone, yeah. you know about that? the flow state. Yes. I
0: learned. I, the flow I, I went stage. so deep into that one summer. I was just. Really? Yeah, I just wanted to learn to be more present because it's so easy to, like, lose yourself in everything that's going on outside. And Once the chatter gets to going, it's so hard to stop it, so. I really was just doing studying on how to immerse yourself within whatever you were doing, and uh, no, the flow state—that's a great way to put it. I
1: mean, I had not heard that term until about five years ago. Really? So yeah, well, we used to call it the zone. Oh yeah, we used to call it that, but it's the same idea. But Mm -hmm. the same in acting and in sports, it's like you can't be—you can't have that chatter going. Yeah, because people can see it in your eyes. Yeah, they can see it. Yeah, they can see it. They know. Yeah. And the camera is like right here, and then oh, your face. Yeah. How do
0: you deal with that? The lights, the camera, Again, and the people around. You just got to get into it. I gotta, it, in it. You gotta I gotta be in it. I gotta be. I can't. Yeah, it's hard. So, is there any any times you ever just couldn't get into yes. it? Like, yes. what was that like? That's a nightmare. Yeah. It's a nightmare. Everyone's waiting, and you're
1: sweating, and you're like, you feel like you're like you said, an imposter. You feel yeah, like you're you terrible yeah it's happened a few times i would say less than five but it's definitely happened so and usually the best thing is if you have a director who's running it kind of recognize and
0: let you kind of like spin out and then kind of get back yeah so i i just feel like it'd be impossible to (laughs) learn lines how do you how do you Why? memorize lines? It's, how do you memorize lyrics to a song? Oh, you just keep repeating them over yeah. and over. Do you have anybody read them to you so you can...
1: I try not. I mean, sometimes sometimes I hire a guy to just run the lines with me yeah. if I have a big audition. Yeah. So I will do that. But for the most part, I have them written down, and then I write them down, and then I... What I try to do is I try to do... <laughs> this is so stupid. I am like you're into this. I try to do different things physically while I'm doing the lines. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got like cues that so you know what to say. No,
1: the opposite. Huh? I want the lines to be no matter what I'm doing. That they... Yeah, that the lines are locked in. Oh. So I could be writing, I could be a thing, I could be shooting baskets, I could be shooting, you know, playing piano or something like that. I So it's not locked into a specific thing. And then when I get start rehearsing, then yeah. I can... Rooted to some sort of physical action.
0: Wow! So it really seemed like the, the acting world and the sports world—they are oh, closely related. Of course, more than what we would. I mean, of course, I would never think because I haven't been on the well, other side. Have, but
1: in a way, they're both entertainment. I'm talking about professional. Yeah, sports yeah, yeah, now, yeah. it's entertainment. Like you're on ESPN, somebody else is on TNT. Yeah, and Step Brothers. Like it's like <laughs> it's it click. I'm going to watch this. I'll watch yeah. this. <laughs> the thing that I love about... And again, you know I'm a sports nut now, Yeah. Is um, unlike drama, a lot of times you can kind of see where it's going. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, I bet Spider-Man wins this fight at yeah. the end of the movie. I guess sports, you don't know. Yeah. just You don't know I what's mean, going on. Sometimes, I mean, nowadays you could
0: pretty much guess. Why? Did you think Denver was definitely going to win last
1: year? Oh. Yeah.
0: So... <laughs> Yeah, so. sometimes it just seems so predictable though in the way that things fall out cause you ever heard you ever heard they started scripting the sport how do you feel about s- scripting games you, have you heard of that I don't even know what it is teach, you, me, teach me so no it's like basically like a thing where it's like they feel like all the sports are like scripted so you can like tell who's gonna win because what? I don't know it's,
1: sounds like some crazy conspiracy it's theory it's a deep
0: rabbit hole but it actually kinda <laughs> check out sometimes give me an
1: example give me an example even like the, like they want the Lakers to win because it's a big market, that kind of thing. Yeah, and
0: then it was like the Super Bowl last mm-hmm. year. I'm, I might have had facts all screwed up, but it was like Andy Reid used to coach for the Eagles, right? Or whatever, and it was like this crazy coincidence where he's coaching against the team that he used to coach for in one of the biggest Super Bowls right. that there is, and it's they come back from losing the first half to. Oh, I see. You know what I mean? You're saying it made good television? Yeah. Uh, but I don't, I don't know. know. I would look into it. <laughs> it sounds like some weird deep state thing. I would yeah, look I mean, into it. I would look into it. It's pretty interesting once you like, no, fall like, down into it. But, now, have you ever lost yourself in a character? Like, you had to become this character? Nah, no, really. you know? Have you known anybody that has?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, like, there's... Um,
1: I'm not super close friends with them, but there's an actor named Jim Carrey. Yeah. And he played um, a comedian named Andy Kaufman in this movie. Call what? Uh, Man on the Moon. Man in the Moon, Man on the Moon. One of those. And and Andy Kaufman's kind of an alternative comedian, very. And he. You had to call him Andy during the the whole time. Yeah. Like when he was eating. And it was, yeah, it was weird.
0: It was. uh, How do you think people who played a Joker like pan out after planting the choker because <laughs> one guy died <laughs>
1: um, so not good yeah so not too great yeah um i don't know you know those yeah those super evil yeah like i don't those know those characters you just, are you just have to yeah. go
0: deep down yeah. and like access something yeah but like another thing is you know some people would be like uh People on the outside just assume every actor that they see is rich. Uh huh. So how did what what's the truth behind that? Like, how does that work?
1: It all depends on what you're doing. I'm like, I've been doing like kind of guest star Mm -hmm. and you know support like little scenes in movies and stuff for a long time, and I I don't know. (laughs) I don't like to think of my career yeah. as like money based. You just you're having fun with it. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I, this is the life I want to live. Yeah. So sometimes you make a lot of money. So there's no doubt about it. You make a lot of money, and uh, and sometimes you don't. Yeah. So it's like it's. I wouldn't say I'm super. It's not like I live in ballet or yeah. something like that. But uh, I I do fine. You know, and I do. I this teaching job is. I don't do this for money. I do yeah. this because I love, you know, I'm passionate about stand-up.
0: So how did you even, how do you know this much? Because when you're in class, it just seems like it just rolls off the tongue. You just know it off the top of your head. Like a am like a genius. Yeah, like a I'm the a, yeah, a, yeah, like a, thesaurus. A, a thesaurus of
1: uh, <laughs> I I'm very, here's, here's where it started. When I was in high school, mm-hmm. when you were getting cut from your <laughs> basketball team. <laughs> just to bring it back to the end. Yeah. Uh, I was really into, again, I was doing ventriloquism, so mm-hmm. I knew about Edgar Bergen. That's how I learned about all these old radio comedians. Ed Wynn, the guy mm-hmm. we're talking about today, and yeah. Eddie Cantor, and, you know, Burns and Allen, and Benny, and stuff. So I was like a comedy geek, even then, in yeah. the 70s. So, and mm-hmm. so that's when it started, and I was just, fat, I was just fascinated by these guys. Oh, like, yeah. who are they? Why, where do they come from? Why do they do what they yeah, do? Yeah, yeah, just- Oh, and... Then I was like, "Could I do right? Could I do this?" It like, seemed uh, so ridiculous. Yeah. And then I was
0: like, "I'm gonna give it a try."
1: I just said, "I'm gonna uh, give it a try."
0: It's kind of like uh, Mark Twain was. Uh, hey you see, I've been, li- I've yeah, been listening, you know, you know, listening to Mark Twain. <laughs> but um, have you ever really studied like the geography of like where comedians come from? So like, I do know this. I do that I do know that a lot of comedians, mm-hmm. not all, mm-hmm.
1: definitely not all like Seinfeld and stuff, but a lot of comedians tend to be, have older brothers and sisters. So they, use. use so the they, well, one, they don't get as much attention, mm-hmm. so they're like a little more star for attention. Yeah. If the parents are like, we, all right, we can. Yeah. We don't have time. We, for you. Do but, uh, and two, verbally, because it's a verbal job, mm-hmm. your verbal skills are higher at a younger age. Because you have to communicate with your older brothers and sisters. Right. And you want to be part of it. Yeah. You want to be a, you know, play Monopoly or yeah. whatever you're doing. So, so that, tends, that tends to be a thing that, like, the younger uh, person in a family tends to, like, be funny to get the attention mm-hmm. and be verbal, which is the, the whole
0: thing. Yeah. So do you think it's uh, easier for people to become funny from scratch? or become funny rooted from trauma because you know a lot of people uh, they make fun of their own trauma and they get laughs and from there they'll branch Man. it out I, yeah,
1: that's, I mean there's no real answer I do that, that's a great question uh, let me think about it let me think I think some people are just naturally funny they just mm-hmm. see the world the way mm-hmm. I describe it as like a lens on a camera like they just see it with a little different yeah. angle mm-hmm. than everyone else does. Yeah. Everyone sees this and they're like, oh, I'm going to focus in on that part. So they, so some people just have that thing and can just see the irony or mm-hmm. like... The wittiness. The, or the stupidity of yeah. things or any, whatever. You know, they're upset about it or they're just, yeah. Or they draw connections yeah. from two different things. Yeah. They see this yeah, and man. they're like, how does that go together? <laughs> uh-huh. So it's really fun. So there's yeah. those people, and then there's other people who were like, you know, whatever. Had like, there's no better example than Richard Pryor. Like what happened in his childhood was yeah. just. Oh, I'm. No one can compare it to that. I'm not no one, but yeah. You know the mom, the thing, the prostitution. like I, you, I don't. I wouldn't know. Like when you were a kid, to see yeah. like your parent, your mom oh, yeah, like your having sex, camp, and what, body what, body way up. To. what's going on? Like, <laughs> like just how you would view the world, yeah, or humanity. But he did. I mean, he did go to school. Mm-hmm. You know, and he went to a good school. Where did he go? Yeah, in Peoria. He went. To, he didn't go to college, but he, he did. did. No, but he went to. uh not only you he didn't yeah. get to USC, but he did go to, to high school and then I think he went into the military for briefly and then wanted to do a stand up career. That's but he, uh, so yeah, so that kind of trauma I feel like he was medicating that his whole life. I that's my stupid opinion about yeah. it, but you know, he was the like just a massive drug user. I mean, I they, did not know that. <laughs> I got a lot to... I'm in the class. Bro. I'm sorry to laugh at that. <laughs> just because I thought you had seen that whole movie about where the... Him with the mafia
0: guys... No, I didn't see the whole movie. I just know the clip because my granddad showed oh it to God. me. Oh, my God. What's the movie called? That one is called Live on the
1: Sunset Strip. But there's another one that we're really going to talk about called Live oh. in Concert. All right. And that... Th- those two movies are incredible. Just, um, here's a couple of things you should know about Mr. Pryor. At one point, he was, set himself on fire. Either to kill himself, or yeah. just a crazy freebase. I don't know if yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what freebasing is. Nah. It's like, it was a way people did cocaine. I've never done it, but you light it on fire and threw a pipe. I don't know. So anyways, there's a fire, there's fire involved. Yeah. And so it blew up, and it, he's, and he almost died from that. Like, he yeah. had, like, third-degree burns all yeah. over his body. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was really brutal. Very brutal. And then, you know, he had multiple wives, and, you know, there's this... And you'll, he you'll came see, out, right? But Didn't he come out? As gay? Yeah. This is the thing. He didn't come out as gay, but he did say that he sucked a guy off once oh. without
0: getting too graphic. Yeah, yeah.
1: He did. So, I guess, because of the sexuality around him, I was like, I'll do that. I don't care.
0: When did gay comedians come about, like, openly? Because I know for... It right. had to be a stint of time where people like were, like, super homo. Yeah, well, so, you know, Moms Mabley was yeah, gay. Yeah, I did not know Yeah, because
1: she never would let that on stage. Yeah. She played the, old, the woman who liked young guys. Yeah, like, yeah That was yeah. her thing. Yeah. So, uh, um, I think, you know, that's a good question. Like, who was the
0: first... Openly... Yeah, it might be...
1: Like Ellen DeGeneres was one of the. There was another guy I can't think of his name. I read about him in the book. Yeah. He was on the Tonight Show in this. I believe in the maybe 90s. Mm-hmm. He was openly gay and he he came out. But now it's like it's not, big, no, it's not a big. Now it's no big deal. Yeah, it's no. Bad. Yeah, it's it's no big deal. Yeah, and yeah. you know your generation is very cool about that guy. Where yeah. so we're like, stay away from that. <laughs> <type of> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's so cool.
1: That was cool. I mean, I love it. I love that, you know, people are just so, so open about it. Now. Yeah. Um, but. Was, yeah,
0: that's saying Bob Smith. Yeah, Bob yeah, Smith. Yeah, 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 yeah so very good. Very, yeah, yeah What I think it was ninety four. He did that. I yeah. just said so. Yeah, and that's that's the day when that's when he came out. Yeah, yeah, year. yeah, yeah. So
1: that that's pretty late. Yeah, you know. I mean, that's a long time. That's a long time. Yeah. No, it was that's just not. Funny, there was no like openly gay, can we, And and
0: yeah, that I knew of. Yeah. That I knew of. Wow. So and, think about when people start coming out as openly gay and like sport, in the sports world, connecting it back. There's still nobody in the yeah, NFL. So it's There's like, not one guy, right? Yeah, that, that we know of.
1: <laughs> no, but, well, there was, I, I don't know if you know, I grew up, before I lived in Florida, I lived in D.C. Okay. So I followed the Redskins. They weren't even calling I'm that anymore because any it was and, too, too.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stay but, away. From. <laughs> I know, I know.
1: But there was a, t- we had a tight end named Jerry Smith. Okay. Who, uh, who was, who later came out of the after they all? Come, after a, yes, agitated, they all come out after that. Locker room is just you've been in a you've been in a football locker room. Yeah, 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 that is very masculine yeah. energy. <laughs> 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 that's very and I play tackle football. Yeah, you know, not at the high school level, mm-hmm. but it's like so everyone. I think yeah. I mean, there's going to be somebody. it has got to be someone going. it has got to be, and there's been rumors of that for years. I just yeah. think. This, my opinion, yeah. is it's not like the guys are ashamed that they're gay. Yeah. You know, if you're an offensive tackle or something like that, is is I don't think they want to be a distraction
0: because it's to a the team. League, yeah. Or no, to the team. Oh, to the team as a whole. To the team. Oh, because people. Because maybe somebody got some. Whatever. Yeah. They the, yeah, yeah, like they, the team is a team. Yeah. Like, so I,
1: you play team sports. Mm-hmm. Like that's a big part of that bonding I don't thing. I like that. But. That's my that's my theory. So yeah. My, I actually, I Are you coming out right now? Is that, I, this is what's happening? No,
0: that's not <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> totally cool. Totally cool. <laughs> oh. so just, gonna say,
1: just, just hold on a second. Uh, but, but Jerry Smith was his name. And wow. I remember later there was articles about him. And, yeah. Yeah. During, and I think his teammates knew. I think some of the teammates Yeah. Knew. Exactly. So they just, that's my guess. Yeah, that's, that's a pretty good. Guess. because it, it, it just makes no sense yeah and I mean yeah so so that's it so I follow sports yeah. I um, try to play sports as much as I can and do stand up and act and, and now write and teach living a dream living the, I'm just, uh, living, <laughs> living your do, dream I do live a dream <laughs> I do you know that's that is one thing I think that has helped me through all the disappointments because yeah. there's many roles I wanted to get that I didn't get and parts and things and all of that is that I've always tried to be grateful for whatever comes my way yeah. as, a, as opposed to focusing on what I didn't get. Like, what do I have? Yeah. Oh, this is pretty good. Yeah. I'm living in California. That's the thing. I have yeah. the house now. So so that's the way that yeah. would... If there's... I, I hate giving advice. Why? Because I think people love giving advice and I think advice doesn't apply to some people just because it applies to you. Right. So instead of giving advice... I wish people would more say, "This is what worked for me. It might work for you." Yeah. As opposed, this is how you have to do it. Like, and
0: they sell it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? And it's like, you know, oh, it now I have to listen to you. Becomes marketing, and then you begin to <laughs> <laughs> you begin to just start to fall into their foot. You feel like you got to fall into their yeah, footsteps, and, and I like it. I yeah. love it. I wanted, I'm.
1: All the time I'm reading books on how to improve yeah. myself.
0: Yeah, I love those
1: books. You do? Yeah, I love What them. do you
0: read? What do you ah, read? What I'm reading right now is yeah. like, I got it in my book bag. Let me see. It's called a, a Book Called Outliers. You can look at it. Oh. But it's like...
1: What do you mean? Of course. This is a classic. <laughs> yeah. This is it. Yeah. This is a 10,000 hour yeah, one. it's so good. Yeah.
0: And it's really good because I read a book.
1: How did you come across this? The,
0: how did you come across this book? I want to say my... I think my dad told me about that one, but right. during quarantine, like during COVID, yeah. when we were like stuck in the house, yeah. I got on this super big binge about just self-improving and I wanted to, I don't, I didn't know who I wanted to become, but I know I wanted to do something. Right. And I'm like. I love it. I'm, if wanna, <laughs> I'm to the to I do self-improvement. If so. I, I want to get to where I want to be at, I got to start somewhere, you know, right. waking up late for. Even if class is online, you still got to be able to do something before class start. Don't let that be the excuse you use You're to. Giving me advice, yeah, I love it. <laughs> no, this is a word for me. This <laughs> word, <laughs> yeah, it. maybe it'll work for you, yes. it might <laughs> but, work you. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> I started doing. I don't know. I just started putting things into practice. So uh, what did I do? I started watching, like you know, Kobe Bryant. Everybody knows Kobe Bryant. Kobe is the
1: best. I know, right? He's so, the best. That book is. I just was watching a clip of his. That really. Was so- so inspiring, yeah. talking about the journey, yeah, and winning a championship yeah. or losing, and it was like two days later yeah. I start the thing all over again. It yeah. Doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, I could hear him talk for hours, but yeah, he's, thing, he was really.
1: I mean, I know he was sometimes a terrible teammate to some of those guys. That's just because the, the, the D level of passion that yeah, he had yeah, inside yeah. of something. He really but he pa- yeah, but he was really something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was really something else. Yeah, guys, a lot of activity happening yeah. <laughs> here in the Marshall, yeah. Fedotini or whatever, yeah. whatever wherever, we're at, wherever we're at. But um, yeah, yeah no, so, he's a great. That big book of, of his, do you know the one, the mm, big one, the one that, it, mama mentality? Is that, yeah. is that what it's called? Yeah, it's mama like it, it's, it's it's a big, it's really good. Yeah, it's real, and I mean, I think he really thought about it quite yeah. a bit. And you know all those. Um, all of those guys that would, you know, the the older players are always like, "We're going out to the club. Yeah, like, I'm gonna shoot around. Yes, yeah, like, like he was that. like, they're yeah. like, like, was this? <laughs> <Yeah>. Guess <laughs> what? He's one of did? the greatest <laughs> of all time.' Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. guess yeah. what? So, right. so yeah, during quarantine, I'm like, all right, yeah, I gotta start doing something. So I was like, I need to. G- I always liked reading mm-hmm. growing up, but it was like. When you don't read for a long time, once you start to read again, it's kind of like yeah. you get sleepy when you read because your brain is working on overload or whatever. Right, right, So I started just looking for books anywhere I can get, anywhere I can start. I found a, uh, no, I'm not familiar that. I, I found a website where you can get like super cheap books or whatever. Yeah, send it to you. So I got those books and then I go to the thrift store. Look for books on the shelves. Anything that stood out, I grab it, one, read yeah. it. Yeah, and um, Just, you know, you can get a lot of stuff online. This is one of the things in my course yeah. through the Internet
1: Archive and yeah. USC. These
0: books they don't even print anymore. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. You we can still read got access to them. Yeah,
1: but um, but I know I like holding the book also. <laughs> yeah, but man, I, um, but I started waking up at like. So give two. me a
0: couple other books you're reading
1: besides the Outliers and the the Mamba Mentality.
0: Um. The one I just finished before I started this one was like the seven spiritual laws. Oh yeah, uh, no. oh you know my god, boat?
1: yeah, of course. Yeah,
0: that's that your classic. So good, the seven. spiritual I like spiritual you're saying laws. it like in some obscure <laughs> book you found. Because if you, I go outside and ask anybody out there, they no, they no, really no. I'm not into it. Yeah,
1: I, it's a life. And the first one I had was in high school. I well, found one that really helped
0: me. Yeah, and. To today. I'm always trying to improve myself. Psycho cybernetics. Yeah, Psycho-cybernetics. You ever yeah, yeah. That's course, a good course, one. Course, of course, of course. And then one of my favorite novels will have to be uh, A Picture of Dorian Gray. Oh, well, really? Pic-
1: you ever read that? I never. I only saw the movie. You saw the movie
0: before you read the book? The picture movie? A movie guy. Uh, I'm a movie guy. Oh, yeah, you guy. are. I'm a movie. I love going to the movies. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, sorry. No, no, actually, I do. Yeah, I'm like a movie. I'm going
1: after tonight. I'm going to see the movie. What are you going to watch? It's a movie I never heard of. It's at the New Beverly Theater. They show old. Yeah, as you can tell, I'm a history guy, so yeah, yeah, I like yeah. old movies. Um, I need to
0: go over there. I need to find a movie theater out here because at home I used to go by myself a lot. It's, uh, gonna- it's called
1: Dealing. It's a movie I've never heard about. Okay. It's on. It's part of a double feature. All right. And uh, the first one is Badlands, which is that Terrence Malick movie that I've seen okay. ten times, but. So I'd never seen it. My friend was like, "Wanna go see Dealing?" I, the- I go. I have to do a podcast. I think it'll work out. Yeah. So, but that's they show old movies. You know yeah. Quentin
0: Tarantino? Yes, I do the Quentin Tarantino movies. Uh, I don't want to get it wrong. Mob movies. He did. Did he do the mob movies? Mob. Mob. Hold on. Let me see. Are you saying M O B? Yeah. No, that's not it. What movies did he do? He did.
1: Pulp Fiction. Oh, yeah, he, yeah. No, he's super Django creative untrade. with the art. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry. That's my so, bad job. Um, but anyway, he, he, owns, he owns that theater, the New Beverly really? Theater. Yeah. And they only show, yeah, it's incredible. That's they great. only show real movies on film, like not video.
0: That's the type, type of stuff I like. I really like to get into movies, and I hate being distracted. Why don't you get to, there's incredible classes here you can take. Really? Where they just show movies. Oh. Yeah. Like, you
1: should take some i take some, some GEs yeah take some GEs yeah. more than this uh, yeah. <laughs> but now it's I know I love I love that you're yeah. this, that book is incredible
0: that book is really good um, the more I get into it the more I you know I used to
1: make fun of that book in my, <laughs> in my accent, I would say so this is what Malcolm Gladwell <laughs> proposed in Outliers that if you do something for 10,000 hours you'll get good at it I'm like Oh, really? <laughs> no one ever knew that if you practice, you would get good. Before he came up with it. Yeah. Okay, what else you got? That if you eat too much food, you'll get, <laughs> get bad? Fat. Is that your next book? You eat too much food, you get bad. Yeah, we get it. You practice a lot, you're going to get yeah. good. But no, he really puts it in a very...
0: He's yeah. a great writer, that guy. And I love him. I love him so much. Actually, oh, it's not on this computer. I have a... I'll bring it... I'll show you in class when I get my charger to my other computer. Yeah. yeah. The uh, the spreadsheet of books that I've read this year. I can't wait. Yeah, so I'll I'm show you... I'm super cuir- curious... As soon as, as I can get into uh, it. Austin, I'm super curious
1: about it's, like how people... It's a, To tell you the truth, this is my honest reaction, it's surprising to me yeah. that you're reading books. Really? Just yeah, because... Be, just because I just feel like you're inundated with so much media.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah as a young person and yeah. like... You're just like, I just don't know how you would have time to read books.
0: Found it okay, yeah. I don't know. Let me hear a couple. All right, let's see. Let's see. So, in January, I love uh, it. I love this part of the OC party. My favorite (laughs) book out of there was, yeah. Um, I say Seven Habits of Highly Effective. Yeah, that was a a a really good one. It's a classic. (laughs) 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 February, one of my favorites out of the few was A Little. A little history on economics, and it was like a book, and it went through like in order from kind of like the history class that we're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In order from um, the beginners of economics all the way to talk about Adam Smith and all of that. Yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you ever? It's another one called in March. I read uh, the Fourth Turning. Have you ever heard of that? Say it again. The Fourth Turning. The Fourth Turn. Never yeah. heard of it. All right, so basically, I love it. I love it. I'm a, Off the top of my head, the idealism of the book is that um, in America, we look at history as a linear timeline, uh-huh. so I think nothing has to do with what the past brought before, Right. but he's explaining that we live in like a cyclical time, okay. so the lesson to keep repeating itself until we learn from it, and then we'll move it into like a linear straight, I wish I had a whiteboard. Anymore. Okay, okay. No I, got, that, I know, that, no, I found it. And so then more, we'll get a new Literally, there's one touch in the back of your head. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, I wish I had a swivel chair. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we well, all have
1: things we wish yeah. for, right? Sometimes it just, and sometimes they manifest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! How about Atomic Habits?
0: I know? have read that. I you read that one in January as well. getting into it. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's so good. I think you we, liked it. Yeah, that book was given to me actually. It was. I forget who gave me that. A lot book. of people like that book. Yeah. Okay. Um, you read The Art of War?
1: Yeah, I couldn't get through it.
0: I really? Couldn't get through it. It just seemed too manipulative to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah I know what you're saying yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he was like so, it's so many like it's so hard to like understand yeah, I don't want to be winning I just <laughs> want me to win for myself I don't need to destroy somebody <laughs> <laughs> never
1: fight with your back to <laughs> yeah yeah exactly, exactly. I don't need even... <laughs> oh
0: my <God. laughs> that's, funny. that's funny yeah uh, tattoos on the heart is a really good no, one not don't don't know. Oh, it's control. not even like a self improvement but right. it's more like a, it's actually centered out of uh, South Central LA And it's, it's by this guy Who runs this company Called Homeboy Industries and Of course they know Homeboy Industries Well yeah He wrote the book Really? Yeah oh, I gotta go yeah. over there I told my Their
1: food is amazing It's good I have. I, I don't not know Not good Very oh, good Oh really Very good And it's not like uh, We'll support the guy <laughs> With the gang members And all yeah. of that No The food is really good <laughs> Really? Oh yeah I gotta go over there I'm gonna try to
0: yeah. One of these weekends I gotta hit it Yeah
1: They have, they have Homeboy They have like rest
0: in like uh, In airports now Wow. Yeah, they're really killing it. Yeah, and it's yeah. all ex gang members, right? Yeah, yeah. The subtle art of not giving a fuck. Right? Yes, I. It's interesting you should bring up that book because it's on. It was
1: just on a list I read of the top fifteen yeah. books you should read, yeah. and it was on that. It was like, I, I think
0: I might try that book. Yeah, it's really good. You finished you filled it finish that one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, crucial conversations is a good book. Oh. It really teaches you how to um. What to think about going into like hard conversations? Because right. a lot of times we'll go into a conversation thinking only about ourselves. Yeah. But we find out that the conversation opens up when we begin to listen to the other, listen to the other person, and to begin to react of what they off of what they're saying, instead of having predestined points that we want to get at. This sounds like an acting yeah. exercise. Yeah. That's why I the freestyle truth. the podcast because I feel I feel like if I come with you, like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> pre-fire questions I'm gonna run out and there's gonna be an awkward silence for the next 20 minutes and then okay, well, and I'll I think I could feel that <laughs> I'm a
1: professional but uh, no 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 that yeah. is that is interesting but that is like I said that's like an acting exercise yeah like to not have just to, again
0: it's, it's just dialogue yeah. It, yeah, to be in it yeah to yeah. fall right into it like right yeah. now I feel like I'm totally immersed yeah We're almost,
1: we've already been over an hour yeah. let's go but it's oh I'm hard. watching the fuck <laughs> no <I'm kidding>. Uh <laughs> The French. so art, give me some other ones give the French
0: one. art not trying too hard what yeah I'm not trying too hard yeah I'm not trying it's like the idealism behind that one is basically to succeed at what you want to succeed at don't try at all. So I know it's like it's like it's like the opposite <laughs> it's like the, the mama mentality. Yeah. It's like so you want to you can say put the man, manifestation in in the air and then set the goal. But once you begin to have like again predestined goals, stuff that you want to hit, right, right? It becomes harder to work in. I know, I know, guys. <laughs> they a lot gotta of be. A lot of, this is,
1: let me put it this way. Yeah. Breakout rooms this is what we learned. Yeah, not soundproof.
0: Yeah, at all. We <laughs> need to. Yeah. So I knew, look, that was gonna happen. That was gonna happen. <laughs> Give me well, another one. I'm but, very uh, curious. I'm, I'm that. Oh, let me. I'm gonna finish the idealism behind it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably sorry. left some people on the cliffhanger. But yeah, um, yeah. you set the goal, and then you let life do its job. You let the universe do its job between point A and point B or Z, mm-hmm. whatever letter you want to use. But if you come at your go predestined with like every single thing that you want to accomplish you're not gonna be ready for when you don't complete that goal. Got it. And it'll set you off just like in sports. Right. It'll right. set you off the record or I don't whatever know how that it does hard exist. to get back, yeah, on, yeah. So back on. Right, right. Um success through a positive mental attitude. Yeah, that's one. that's old I mean, that's the one that's probably the oldest one on there, right? Yeah, probably. Let's see. Um yeah. Nausea. What? I never got through that book. I didn't get too far through that book. That, right. But that's more of a... That's a philosophy book. Okay, okay. And we're that good. was... Yeah. Let's see. That was written by... I learned about this in philosophy class. That was probably the funnest class I took in high school. What Philosophy one and two. Those were like one of my best classes. But that book was written by Jean-Paul. Jean-Paul Sartre. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's one of the
1: greatest philosophers of all
0: time. There yeah, we go. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Um i trying to think so. The Divine... Oh, The Divine Comedy? Yeah. I read that one. You did? I, was, I had to read that for school. Yeah, but it was still a pretty good book. Um, 48 Laws of Power. Everybody know that book. Yeah, yeah. That's a really good book. Influencer. You are an influencer? No. It's almost the same as Crucial Conversations. Just being able to listen to people is what really is going to set you over yeah. the edge. And then trying to direct people in what to do. My idea behind it is... You really just want to make people think it's their idea, and oh, once you so once you, you empower
1: the other person, and once you make them believe oh, that I see, the I
0: idea see. that you sort of want to push is their idea, they'll or be more susceptible divorce. to whatever you have to say. Yeah, yeah. again, this is like the art of war, <laughs> yeah. manipulating people
1: to think it's their idea. Yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 but um, that's not that's all on the thing, but. This is a pretty. Good, I gotta update the list. I love it. I One, love two. It. I'm about three months behind. No, no, no.
1: I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna take a couple of those yeah. off of there and check them out because yeah. I do. I really. Sometimes I get a lot out of them. Sometimes I get like a boost. I know we're upset at these ladies. <laughs> <ways. laughs> I get a boost out of them, but for the most part, I do. Like I do like thinking
0: about this stuff. Yeah, and it's. I love that you're into philosophy. Yeah, it's that's so insane. interesting. That's just, that's just that was your favorite course. Yeah. Oh wow. Because I just really like to. I really like to see other people's views on things. Uh-huh. And that's one of the part of the reasons I started this podcast as well. I didn't want to just be the one talking about what I learned. Right. I like to feel like I don't know anything at all. You know what I'm saying? And once you <clears throat> once you get yourself into my- that mindset, it's not you see yourself as dumb, but you see yourself as open open to everything around. And that's one thing I really had to learn. Because I used to be super bad at taking on um, uh, constructive criticism. Burn. i become super defensive at it. I feel like yeah. there's it nothing wrong with me. I'm the most perfect. But yeah. not, the more that I tend to look for it, the more I'm more acceptable to it. And you don't always have to take it in. You know what I mean? And so right. that was one of the things I really had to learn to get there's into. There's a book
1: called Self-Help Book. I'm not saying it's for you. <laughs> so it was pretty helpful for me. A couple of One of them backfired once, yeah. but... Called um, the Four Agreements.
0: Oh, that's on the list.
1: It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah that guy, That's that book's incredible. It yeah, might, it seems so simple. You're like, what? Is this? this is like "Belonging." I knew that already. Yeah, yeah, but but what did you take from? It? Well, it's exactly what you're talking. Don't oh, take yeah. things personally. Yeah, it's like okay, you're giving me criticism. Don't take it. You're giving um, me praise. Don't it. take it personally. Don't. It's about them. Like yeah.
0: So it's hard to yeah. And that's another thing about life. You got to, if you're going to accept, uh, yeah, if you're going to accept one thing, you got to accept the counterpart. Yeah, so you accept the, the praise. Time. You got to accept the, I know. Yeah, so it's, you can't have one or the other. You got to. Yeah, they're both imposters, yeah. but it's
1: hard. It's hard to, the praise
0: feels so good. Yeah, it's, it's so you confident. can fall into it. Oh, and, of course. Uh, and I just, sometimes <laughs> I get so scared when I'm doing so good because it's like, I don't want this to stop. All right. I never want this to stop. But you ever heard of the? Uh, you ever been in a uh, mental state where it's like um, everything is going so good that you like something has to go bad eventually? You ever um, you ever been through
1: that? Um, <laughs> no, no. This is what happens when things go really well for me. Yeah. Is I and again I'm not like a God guy, but yeah. I've always, I always like I always just go, thank you. Whatever's yeah. making this happen, I appreciate it. You know what I mean? Just so it's a little of out of me as a person. I'm crushing. yeah. Like, oh, crush it yeah I'm the one who's doing <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. so it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, just like good fortune comes your way for yeah. something, and and I just go, thank you. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. But this is insane. Yeah, I'm and glad I that it's and happening. I want to acknowledge that
0: I know that this is like a series of good. Yes, yeah. and. It's- same thing with me coming from all the way from Detroit right to now, Los crazy. Angeles. I never thought I'd make it back out. Well, i never been here, but my a part of my family is from out right here. My really? My dad's side. My okay. granddad was born here. Okay. He was raised here, and then they moved to Detroit. Growing up, we weren't the wealthiest, so it wasn't like you could just go to California. So I was always asking to go, asking to go in. I love it. By the like time it's, it's, got it's already, like, I got here, I got myself already. here. Yeah. yeah. so. And you're
1: just a freshman.
0: Yeah. I think what you're going to be like as a that's senior. That's what I'm saying. That's, oh, that's another thing I've been uh, thinking right. about. It's like, uh, how do I put this? It's like, not everything is going to be right in front of you right now. And I'm starting to fall in love with the fact that every day I'm getting closer and closer to who I want to be. And it's like, I'm awesome. so eager. to. I want to see what it is. But then at the same time, I don't want to spoil it for myself. You know what I mean? I just... And I'm trying to watch myself grow and then keep myself in the mindset that it's okay to grow at a different pace than others. Cause yeah. you'll go on the internet and you'll see yeah. everybody uh flourishing and stuff and you now you got your own preconceived notions about what they may be doing or how successful they may be. But they may be having the worst day of their life, but if they post That's super healthy, of course. Yeah. So of course. it's it's really about staying my track and understanding that Everybody, everybody grows at a different pace. Everybody timeline, everybody perceives time differently.
1: You can't compare yourself. Yeah. though. it's
0: almost, but it's hard. Anyway,
1: yeah, that's very healthy. No, don't very ahead. I'm listening. Yeah. No, there's nothing to say. I'm just oh. saying. There's no. It's just like, it's it's hard not to compare yourself, especially if somebody's doing something exactly yeah. that you want to be doing. Yeah, you're like oh, that's you're living my fantasy, my dream. <laughs> so it's like, so it's hard not to, but.
0: And then we can't see everybody's road to get there. You can't see everything. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, and that's that's also how I got into reading when you were asking how I got into it. So what happened was, social media is social media. I used to be on it a lot. And then a part of me started to take myself away from what was going on. And actually, I started doing these practices and started noticing my feelings and stuff. Meditations Mm -hmm. or whatever. And I would notice that, like, when I'm on social media, it's like... Pulling out of me is draining. So what I had to do was I had to delete all you social did. media. And I had to figure out how to reconnect with me and try to figure out who I was and what I was I doing. I can't even imagine yeah, it was somebody <laughs> your age having to deal with that. <laughs> and I people, can't even imagine. Yeah, people would think I was crazy because I deleted off my phone, disabled right. the account. Because it's like, we got to remember at the end of the day, this is this is. It's only as real as you and make not it. just
1: at the end of the day, yeah. during the middle of
0: the day. <laughs> Sorry. In the morning. Yeah, you yeah. <laughs> Suddenly, we don't care about that. <laughs> <laughs> only at the end of the day. Only, uh, only 10000 uh, right.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Malcolm. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, no, that's, I mean, that's something you're going to, your generation is it's just like... So... Up to hear in it, yeah. Like everybody's so drowning. Oh, you sort of live your life. Yeah. I feel like you, I, this is my perspective. You tell me, if I'm, I'm, I'm listening. Close. I'm listening. Is that I feel like your cohorts, your generation, like kind of live two lives mm-hmm. you live this life and then one on the yeah. internet. Yeah, I feel like you live another life with yeah. likes and things, and and they do cross over. I mean, you meet you know, yeah. but it's like. That person is a little different than this person, mm-hmm. so I don't know what the psychological. Maybe that's just the evolution of the hum, of human beings, and yeah, I wonder that's how it's gonna go. Cause yeah, I'm not AI saying out. I'm not saying get off social media. I'm just saying it's just that's what it seems to me. Yeah, I, no, I understand what, what you're saying. I don't know what the toll is, and then now that AI is
0: coming out, get ready. Baby. How is it, how are we gonna immerse ourselves in that and be able to? It might be three lives, you know what I'm saying? Social media AI, yeah, and in real life, if there's any left, you know what I mean. So we got to... Oh, I know. Yeah. You still... This is the thing. You still got to go to Taco Bell and yeah. get some, a burrito or something,
1: right? <laughs> Until, <laughs> no matter what's going on, you got oh, can I get this?
0: Oh. I mean, they might start to... Uh, <laughs> don't quote me on this. They might start putting neurotransmitters in our brain to make us think that we ate. Start That's possible. feeding us waves or whatever.
1: That's possible. Yeah. Do you know... Do you know the movie Soylent
0: Green by any chance? Soylent Green. I don't think I've ever heard of it. Yeah,
1: it's a it's a futuristic movie that was came out in nineteen seventy three. Seventy three. Yeah, you're you're like me. I love the dates. <laughs> I love the dates. But it takes place in the future in two thousand twenty. Mm. I believe it's two thousand twenty is when it takes place. So three years ago, right? So their view of what had happened will happen because it was fifty years into the future. Yeah. Obviously, so. Um it's pretty wild. It's yeah, pretty wild. Check it out. But they get a lot wrong. They yeah. get a lot wrong. But if there's some twists like you know, it, you might like it. Check yeah. it out. Um, and all right. All right let's wrap it up. Okay, here's, we'll my, here's my here's my quote. Of the day. Yeah, we always, here's my quote of the day. I'm listening. You are asking We're it's, listening. It's from God, what is the guy's name? Or let me see if I can remember. They he was an author, he wrote about Abe Lincoln. What's his thing? Oh, his name escapes me right now. But it's, it's very close, but it doesn't matter. Um, yeah. Here it is. And it, it goes back to something we said earlier. Beware of all advice, even this. It's like, it's like, yeah. ah! <laughs> so like I don't even know what to think of. Oh, Carl Sandberg. Carl Sandberg. Carl wow. Sandberg with okay. the, I believe with the C, Carl
0: Sandberg. Mm. Beware of all advice. It's Carl's with case? Yeah, 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 yeah. I have never met a Carl. Really? Yeah, yeah, I've never oh, seen yeah, I yeah. All right, got got to end the <laughs> <'Cause> like <laughs> It might be <me> love. <laughs> huh? Well, yeah, thank you for coming on, and I appreciate everything. Oh, cool, man. Yeah, I loved you. it. I loved it. That was really fun. Yeah.
1: I learned a lot about you, Austin. Thank you.